Welcome back to the Todd Duncan Podcast. This is where success happens. A member of the industry syndicate, Todd's goal is to transform your business and life through deeper connections, higher trust, and proven strategies to help you win and give you your best life ever. Well, good morning, everybody. Um, welcome to High Trust Coaching Live. I am Hope Borman. I'm the Divisional President for High Trust Coaching. And I have with me right now, Matt Harrison, who is one of our High Trust Coaches. So welcome, Matt. Nice to see you. Good morning. How's everything going so far? It's been crazy. After <laughs> a, a huge week last week with Sales Mastery and unpacking all of the great implementable ideas and trying to figure out, okay, which ones do we tackle first, right? Right, exactly. You know, it's really, it's really amazing. I've been talking to a lot of our coaching members this week as well, and it seems that they're all still on the sales mastery high. Um, of, I've got so much that I want to do for 2021, and let's make plans. Let's start creating the strategy around it. So it's, it's really exciting. I think everybody really needed, um, uh, you know, a kind of a shot in the arm. You know, and I'm so glad that even though we weren't able to do it, you know, do it live that we presented it, um, you know, through digital, because I think that everybody really needed it. What do you think, Matt? No, I agree. And I think the, you know, the, the format was great. The, the, the chat on the side with people being able to put in comments was fantastic. You know, I, I think right now, you know, we're in the honeymoon stage of mastery, right? Where yes. we're super excited and we're animated and, we're going to go out and get it and, and we're going to make changes in our lives and in our business right now. The, the focus is keeping that energy and, and keeping that direction moving forward mm-hmm. and, and being able to actually focus in and make the changes that will affect our lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very, very true. And, and, you know, it's just like anything else. It's just like, you know, New Year's Eve, right? You know, I'm going to make a definite change this, you know, this year is going to be my year. And, and, you know, in coaching, it kind of happens, you know, actually, when people make those kinds of commitments, um, I think that they actually do execute on them. And they actually do, you know, you know, achieve them, because they're keeping that eye on the ball, and they're maintaining that momentum um, throughout the year. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And as you know, approaches, that's what we focus on. We want to make sure that, you know, we keep that excitement. We keep the focus so that, you know, those things that that need to happen in our coaching members' lives actually do happen. Right. And, you know, I, I throw out a pitch to anyone that has been on the fence for actually getting into coaching and actually making it a reality. This is when, you know, that decision is made where it really starts to pay off. Yeah, absolutely. It's so true. And and I think that, you know, a lot of our coaching members that are already in the coaching program were just so pleased and happy that they were already in coaching and they weren't going to, they weren't going to miss a beat. You know, we've been getting just a lot of, you know, beautiful responses from our coaching members. So we're very proud of them and I love celebrating them and their successes. So that's been awesome. So speaking of sales mastery, um, talk to me a little bit about, you know, your highlight, Matt, what was, what was your highlight for sales mastery this year? You know what? I, I have two that that were that have just stuck with me, and and the great thing about the you know one of the you know, the format this year is you could go back and watch them, and I've watched these over and over again. I think John Maxwell as a keynote speaker was absolutely riveting. I was just drawn in to to a couple of, of things that he said. The first was everything that I want, everything that you want to improve your life and to get you into a better position, all of your dreams and goals 
all of it is going to require that it takes us out of our comfort zone, mm -hmm. which I thought that is so true. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we also talked about the idea of shifting from being goal oriented to becoming growth oriented mm. because with growth orientation, we can continually have these goals to progress and, 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 and dive into um, personal growth, spiritual growth, growth in our business, growth in our relationships. And this is something we can continually do day after day after day. And, you know, really kind of implement, you know, that law of the iceberg, you know, you know, our greatest potential is hidden, you know, to our clients and, and, and to, you know, the people that we work with, but that's inside of us is how we grow and develop. So I thought that those were really, really key. And then I loved Dr. Is it Hess? Heiss? Um, yeah, Rebecca. Oh, I got the biggest kick out of her uh, just with the idea that, hey, and this ties into this. When we do things that are uncomfortable, the first thing our brain says is, yeah, you're going to die. Yeah. You know, you're going to die. And then, going to later, yeah, and, and we're not going to die by doing these hard things. But our, our, main, our, our brain is also wired to say, okay, if we're not going to die, it's going to be extremely painful. It's going to cause us physical pain, emotional pain, spiritual pain. And that's bogus too. It's, it's not, but our, our mind is, is, is wired to keep us safe and, and in the same routine that we have always been in. That which is familiar. Uh-huh. And we don't want to get out of that. Why? Because we know we're not going to die. Right. If we jump out of that and we do the things that will actually promote growth. Mm-hmm stimulate growth. You know, as you know, Hope, I'm a runner. I love running. Yes. Well, the only way to get better at running is to put stresses on your body that mm -hmm. will make you grow and make you into a better runner. Mm -hmm. You're not going to become a better runner if you sit on the couch. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I had to yeah. teach myself that I'm not going to die. You yeah. know, so I thought both of those were, were, were just fantastic, but there were so many pieces and you've kind of touched on one um, that I think we're going to be talking about today is the idea of hourly rate, main event thinking. How do we transition ourselves into thinking differently, thinking not as a salesperson, but thinking as a CEO? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What about yeah. you? What were some takeaways? Exactly. You know, I, ha I have to say that I have to say that. Golly, thank you for asking. My favorite, I have to say, my highlight was, um, you know, was Leadership Live you know, and that was the day before. And um, Rick Mount, who is part of our elite group and Mike Hardy, you know, were interviewed um, as part of Leadership Live. And I have to tell you that that interview and that conversation literally took my breath away. You know, it was just, and it was just a, their candor and their, you know, their, their willingness to be vulnerable and have those real true conversations around what it's like in their environment, how they are taking care of their people, what's working in leadership for them in today's environment um, was just, <clears throat> it was, it was, it was, it was, as I said, it was, it just took my breath away. Um, and so if anybody <clears throat> who may have missed Leadership Live, um, I highly encourage you to go back and listen to it because it was it was spectacular. And I think the, you know, the other highlight for me was was always, you know, Todd's, you know, Todd's 
talks, you know, his conversation around what we need to be focusing on and the idea of, you know, what John Maxwell was talking about with regard to the growth mindset as well, you know, and, and instead of asking what's next and, uh, and asking yourself, how can I grow? You know, mm-hmm. what, what is my, does my next expansion level, what can I expand my capacity to, to do? And on the way into the office, I was uh, listening to a podcast that Todd had done with Marty Preston and Wally Aylerberry, um last year at 2019. And, um, you know, uh, Marty was talking about the idea of, you know, how when he comes to mastery, he always kind of expands his 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 ideas and his thought process. Mm-hmm. And he's going, okay, so why not 100 million? Why not 200 million? Why not mm-hmm. 300 million? You know, it's like, why not? And when you start asking yourself those questions, it does, you know, it does expand, you know, your thought processes. And so that's why I think I love what John Maxwell was talking about with, with the mind and the leader shift. Um, in, in having a growth mindset. You know, one of the, the big uh, aha moments for me, um, Sales Academy and the master's class, being in the room with individuals that are doing $100 million plus, you know, a year in volume, that it, it, for for those that are in the industry, you look, you're like, wow, they've, they've arrived, right? They've made it. They've, they've yeah. achieved everything. And they know this business. But watching these amazing minds in our industry, sharing, taking notes, asking questions, the desire for growth was, was amazing to me. Yes. No, no, no. I, I, I've not arrived. I'm not even close to it. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. I'm still growing. I'm still developing. And, and the moment that we think that we've arrived, we haven't. And, and that's, that's that goal-oriented. That's if I reach my goal, I'm done. But the growth-oriented look of things is, no, I'm going to continue to get better. I'm going to become a better husband and father. I'm going to become a, a, you know, a better leader for my team. I'm going to become better at helping people. I'm going to become more involved in service. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get better physically. I'm going to, you know, this is something that every day we can look at and say, you know what, I, I'm going to get better. And the great thing is that, when we have people around us that celebrate that growth mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. getting better, which is again, one of the one things I love about coaching is we get to celebrate that growth. Mm-hmm. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. It's so true. I had, you know, during mastery, I'm sure you had the same thing. So many of our coaching members were texting, texting me, you know, the, 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 the members that, you know, that I coach and um, <clears throat> you know, what I love about them is that they don't wait you know, they heard, you know, the um, the brothers in business, you know, make a comment with regard to asking their realtors, um, who else do you know within your office that's not happy with their lender right now <clears throat> that perhaps I can, you know, I can that I can be talking to. You know, they didn't wait. You know, that day they got on the phone and called their agents and got, you know, three or four more agent referrals. Um, and so it was the implementation piece, you know, the not waiting, just just do it. You know, it was just, it was, it was exciting for me during mastery. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. And you know, the little things about, and I saw in the chat line, all of the, it was, what is your opening line? You know, and I think that the monologue was, what do you do? Well, what do you do? What do you do? You know, what do you do for work? What do you do? Right. Yeah. And, and our, our answer, you know, many times is, well, I originate loans. I work for a mortgage company. I, <clears throat> you know, 
I sell loans. Mm-hmm. That's not what we do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, and I love seeing everybody's opening lines, just the yes. creative process that just starts to go through. Yes. And then it's, again, you just, I, I told a coaching member earlier, I said, you know what? Now it's just practicing it. You got to like almost have it in your head. Mm-hmm. This is what I do. This is what I do. This is what I do. And, right. and again, the implementation piece is where it happens. So action is, is critical. We can have great ideas, but if there's no action behind it and we actually mm-hmm. don't do it. And again, remembering we're not going to die. Right. <laughs> that, you know, as we make these, you know, these, uh, these changes. And, and I'll, I'll tell you one of my changes I did right off the bat, Hope. I decided that I wanted to make my texts 90% video. And so when I'm, when I have a new person to talk to, and instead of sending the text, I'm just going to send a 10 second video, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, and, and allow for that personalization. And I could, I've already seen a, a change in, in response back. Mm-hmm. It's off of that. So but again, the fear is, well, I don't know if I want to be on video all the time when I'm texting. You know, like first off, I might die and off I might get it might be painful. But the reality is, is no, this is something that can reach someone on a different level. Sure. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. So I wanted to say, do a shout out for Brian Minogue. Good morning, Mr. Brian. Brian is one of our coaching members. We just had an amazing call yesterday. Um, and uh, so good morning, Brian. Um, so one of the things, one of the consistent messages and one of the consistent conversations with all of the top producers that we spoke to um, throughout Mastery was the, the topic of the hourly rate. When you listen to you know everyone from the elite members to our top producers within the coaching environment, they all were you know dialing in to their hourly rate. So Matt, let's let's lay this out a little bit. Talk to me a little bit about our philosophy at High Trust about the hourly rate and you know and why it's so important. Well, the moment that you actually, I, I know for me, the moment that I actually sat down and calculated my hourly rate was the moment that I kind of had a, a crisis in my life where I looked at what it was I was actually making to how many hours it took me to actually make it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that, and, and in Hydro Sales Academy, that's one of the things that, that we do initially is, okay, let's, let's get real here. Let's talk about how much are we really making? Because hourly rate is a function of two things, right? How much we make and how long it takes us to get there. <clears throat> and when we start to dive into, okay, what, what is the one thing? What is my main event? What is the one thing that I can do as a loan strategist that is going to provide me the biggest hourly rate? And you start to to get the CEO mindset of saying, well, if I'm going out and I'm originating loans, building relationships, and then originating loans, Mm -hmm. building relationships and originating, and I am bringing in the business, I can then say, all right, if my main event is that, what is all the other things that I am doing aside from that, that is not my main event that has an hourly rate associated with it? Mm -hmm. So if I'm making copies and um, first off, what is our goal for our hourly rate? Well, we just say, okay, we want, you know, $40 million in closed sales volume. We just take that number and we say, okay, so I'm going to do this math as we speak here. We got 40 million. 
in sales volume. And let's say that you're 100 bips for each one of those. So that's 400,000. And let's say that, you know, we work a 50-hour work week to get that $400,000. Okay. Okay. So we're going to take 50 hours. And we're going to multiply that by 52. That gives us 2,600 hours that we are working in that year. Mm -hmm. right? And so we say, okay, so we're going to take that $400,000 mark and we're going to divide that by 2,600 hours. Our hourly rate is $153 an hour. Now, watch how cool this is. What if we could do that same $400,000 amount do it with just 30 hours a week watch what happens to our hourly rate so now we go 30 hours a week we multiply that by 52 weeks 1560 so we go 400,000 and we divide that by 1560 our hourly rate just jumped up to 256 dollars an hour mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so then it becomes a function of how can I, what am I doing now that I shouldn't be doing? So that becomes our filter, right? Because you have what your current hourly rate is. And then we have our next level goal or hourly rate. And we say, okay, how do I get to that 256 an hour? And, and that becomes the filter for everything that you're doing. So what are those activities that you are doing that you shouldn't be doing that you could be delegating Right. And handing off to someone who you're paying, what, $25 an hour to or something like that. Um, and, and that is more in their lane. Right. And that just frees you up to do the things that are that are worth $250 an hour, which is your green zone. Right. Yeah, that and that that is main event thinking, because the things that you're delegating still need to be done. But that becomes that person's main event. Yes. And this is, you know, we, we have a lot of questions about, OK, what are the differences between producer level uh, coaching and master level coaching. Master level coaching is dialing in what is it that our team does mm -hmm. to create the biggest boon as far as our business as a whole. You know, I remember the the comment, I can't remember which Hydro Sales Academy this was, but would I pay $100,000 today to make $400,000? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. But mm -hmm. I'd pay $200,000 to make eight. Hundred thousand, absolutely. That is easy math. Mm -hmm. And for me personally, hope it took me um, it took me a couple of months to really realize that it was important for me to pay at the time an assistant fifteen dollars an hour, mm -hmm. so that I could in turn mm -hmm. make over two hundred dollars an hour. Mm -hmm. For some reason, the math it was like it was scary. It was it was that jump in that leap of faith to say okay. Well, shoot, I don't know how these top producers are doing it. I am working as hard as I can. Mm -hmm. I, I'm doing everything I can. I'm working totally can. I can't do the same production. Well, that's because I was doing everything. Because you were doing everything. And I you was shouldn't. my own assistant. Yeah. I was yeah. my own assistant. I was my own concierge. I was my own production manager. And I go right down the list. I was all sure. of these things. Right. Right. And, and all of those things don't carry the same pay rate. Mm -hmm. Or should they? Mm-hmm. And so you hit it. That that most important thing is, what is my not to do list? What is my not to do list? Exactly. Right? 
<laughs> that list becomes pretty long, right? As we start to, we, what are the things that I should not be doing and what does this not to-do list look like? Mm-hmm. And you go down and you just start listing all the things that you're currently doing. And for those of you that are watching now, for those of you that might be watching this later, do this exercise. Go through, first off, what is your main event? As a loan originator, your main event is to originate, to bring in business, to build the relationships. Yep. Ideally, everything else becomes the not-to-do list. Mm-hmm. And the, the key is now how do we delegate to the right people that we have trained in the high trust methodology to do these things and do them well? Because I can promise you, Hope, and you've seen this, we are not good at doing everything perfectly. Mm-hmm. We're not equipped for it. There are things in my wheelhouse. I, I hate paperwork. Yeah. I hate it. Yeah. I hate it. I, I know, and I don't do it well. There are things that I just don't do well. Yeah. But there are other people that excel at it. Yes. Absolutely. I can I can agree with you more, Matt. And you know, and you know, obviously in today's environment, you know, I think that the hourly rate is has become an even more important conversation in our coaching sessions. And and the reason why is because we are dealing with a very, very high level of volume. And our coaching members are working longer hours. You know, they, it's just, you know, it's just the nature of the business. I mean, everybody is at their max at capacity, you know, from our fulfillment teams to our loan officer assistants to our processors. So, you know, we want to keep their eye on the ball. So even though, you know, it, it's, I think it's almost, um, uh, uh, you know, it's almost confusing when they're seeing these large, uh, you know, commission checks coming through and they're having record months right? As far as their production is concerned, and they're having record months with regard to their income is concerned. But when you boil it down to the hourly rate, it starts to get very, you know, transparent, right? And um, what can we be doing to improve that? And as you were saying earlier, any little tweak, any little adjustment is going is going to it is going to improve, improve that. Um, so that's, I think the thing is that we always, you know, have that conversation. I had this conversation um, yesterday with, with Brian Minot, you know, that who's on with, uh, on the call with us right now. And, and, and I said, you know, okay, so, you know, what should that, what should you be doing at what I think we calculated him out at somewhere around 295 an hour. Um, and, um, and he's got so many other irons in the fire. It's amazing that what he's able to accomplish and I'm always impressed by him, but, um, you know, and so, and all of a sudden, you know, we started looking at, you know, can we need to start, you know, delegating and maybe putting the right people in place for him, um, that's going to take that off and that he can rely on and trust. You know, it is so important that that happens. You know, you talk about hiring the right people. Had a yes. coaching call today with uh, with Shane, one of our other coaching members, and um, and uh, you know it was interesting. We're talking about the idea about you know in, when you're looking at the right people for the right position. A lot of times we hire based on experience. Mm-hmm. I've been in the lending business for ten years. Sure. Awesome. Yeah. You know, um, and, and we hire based on. Um, you know, does this person have the education and, and all of that? But I, I like to look at it with a different lens. Mm-hmm. I look at, number one, talent. Mm-hmm. Does this person have the talent to be able to do the job that, that I have lined up for them? Mm-hmm. In other words, if I need someone that is, you know, that is going to be good on the phone, 
Mm-hmm. It's going to be my, you know, my liaison, my concierge with people and talking with people all the time. Mm-hmm. I want someone that is just mm-hmm. dynamic on the phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want someone that carries a conversation that's engaging, that's wonderful. Um, I'm looking for that person. I'm looking for that talent. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I'm also looking for the personality to fit. Right. You know, does the, do the two of those coincide? If I've got the right talent, right personality, and it fits with the job description, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. then I, I've hit a home run. Right. You know, exactly. Yeah, it's so, and it's so true. And I think that that's the, the first thing that we always go through is that, you know, um, it is, you know, we don't want to hire people that are like ourselves. We want somebody who are, who are, you know, their jam is processing. Their jam is loan origination. Their jam is customer service. They just love, love, love doing it. They're great at it. And, and that's their jam. Right. So, you know, so those are the people that we want that we want. And our jam is, you know, as you were saying earlier, building relationships and, you know, creating, uh, you know, bringing in new business, having those the high trust interview with our with our um, with our borrowers and our referral partners and that type of thing. So um, I'm going to shift a little bit here, if that's OK with you. Yeah. yeah? OK. So um, I wanted to mention a couple of things. Um we um, obviously at High Trust Coaching had a massive response from Sales Mastery. Um, we are booked right now through um, the early November on uh, coaching consultations. So I just wanted to let everybody know that if you already know what our coaching program is, and if you are ready to just contract is to say, I don't need to talk to a consultant. I don't need to walk through the program. I want to get in coaching. I want to be, you know, perfectly positioned for 2021, send me an email and I will get a contract out to you so that you don't have to wait until October or November to talk to a, a coach consultant. Um, I'll be happy to get a contract, but that's only if you're re- you know just ready to just dial it in right now. I've had a few of our coaching members that had gone on pause, you know, because of the, because of COVID and they've all redialed in again. You know, they've all just redialed in and they're emailing me saying, hope I'm ready. Like, get me back in. And I just want to get this done. And so I just wanted to kind of throw that out to everyone. Um, if you want to have a coach consultation, you want to walk through the, pro- the program, you know, hear about their producer level, master level, and all of what the program offers and all of the benefits, definitely, you know, schedule a free coaching call and we'll get to you as soon as we can. Um, and but if you're ready to contract, just shoot me an email. And, and I'll, I'll get, you know, I'll get you onboarded and get you off to the races and get you with a coach as soon as possible. Hey, Hope, a, a question for that. Sure. Um, I think it'd be great uh, for us to talk about just a few minutes, the, the process of, of okay, I, I'm interested in coaching. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to invest in it. Mm-hmm. Um, how do I know which coach I'm going to be paired with? How do I, you know, tell me about that process and how that all works. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you. You know, that's such an important thing to me. And I think that's the most critical um, of, of the entire onboarding process. So what we do at Height is both scientific and it's also a preference. So what we do at our coach pairing process is while during your onboarding, you're going to do something called an opportunity assessment. 
And the opportunity assessment is going to basically identify where you are right now today in your business. Um, it's a, there's a lot of questions and there's, a, you know, and they're all yes or no questions. So it gives us a real good idea of where you are in your business right now and where you want to go, because obviously at High Toast Coaching, we want to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. Um, and then the second piece of that is we do a disc analysis and it's not just a personality profile. It is also a key motivators. So we'd have you do a disc profile and key motivator assessment as well. Um, and then the third piece of it is our coach concierge, Blake Houston, does a personal interview with that, you know, the, with the coaching member. And she goes through another, you know, another series of questions. What's important to you about a coach? Um, what is it, you know, what is important to you about coaching? Do you have any questions about the contract, you know, and that type of thing. And it gives us a little bit, gives me a little bit more information. And then she presents me with all three of those pieces. So she presents me with the opportunity assessment, the disc analysis and key motivators. And then she also presents me with her notes, um, from the from the personal interview, and I take that information and I align them with a coach that's going to be the highest and best opportunity for their success and what they're looking to achieve. And I have to tell you, my batting average was pretty good, Matt. Yeah. You know, <laughs> batting average is pretty good going through that process. Yeah, no, it has been. It, it's it's been awesome. I know. Um, and and I'll throw this out because I think it's relevant. The coaches, we are in the business. Mm -hmm. originating. This is, yeah. you know, this is not something that, that I do full time as far as coaching. I do it because I know and, and love high trust. I, it, it works for me. It works for my business. I've seen how it's developed my business. And because of that, I, I, I want to share that and give that back and, and do whatever I can there. I will mention this because this is so awesome. And I'm going to shift us back to hourly rate really fast. Okay. Yes. I went from 50 hours to 60 hours a week down to this year is my best year ever. Mm -hmm. Okay. And you know, volume is absolutely incredible, but I'm at about 25 to 30 hours a week, even with volume up that allows for me to coach. That allows people say like, no, I don't know how this can work. I don't know how I could actually take my business up and work less. Mm -hmm. I promise you that you can. And you look at the top producers. If you were to ask Wally or Marty how many weeks of vacation they take a year, it's big. Yes. It's massive. Yes. But that's where we want to be. We don't, we don't live to work. Mm -hmm. well, the, the work allows us to live and we need to make sure that we keep that in perspective as far as where we're at. Mm -hmm. and, and that's what we coach on. I mean, I am all about, if I can shave off two hours a day mm -hmm. off of someone's schedule and they're at the same pay as far as what they're going to make, or even, you know, we increase it. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's wonderful. Yeah. It is. It's, it's so it's, it is, it, it, it is incredibly rewarding, you know, when we see our clients go from like, you know, from $30 an hour, when we first start working with, with them to seven or eight or $900 an hour, because we've reconfigured their business. And, and I think also to your point, also, Matt, what you were saying just a minute ago with regard to maintaining that momentum, keeping our eye on the ball and shaving off one inch at a time because it doesn't happen overnight. Um, and, and, and a lot of people say, well, you know, there's other coaching programs out there that I can just pay 
pay month to month. And we don't do that simply because we know we can't make an impact, not the impact we want to make in your business and in your life um, inside of, you know, if you're not fully committed and if you're committed for a year, we can make that needle move. Absolutely. No hope. Um, the, the cost of coaching, if you put it into an ROI, uh-huh. the return on investment, you know, for some of our coaching, I'd say, you know, a majority of my coaching clients have at least five X their investment in coaching. Yes. And, and there are many that have 10 X their investment in coaching, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. that are doing volume that they never because thought they would do. Yeah, you know, it becomes a non-issue. Jennifer wrote a little thing in here. She says, but did you die? No. Why not <laughs> this month? Why not me? Why not now? Yes. Um, that's Those are great um, questions, Jennifer. Thank no. you. Yeah. And, I love and, that. And you can. That's the thing. There is the only cap that we have is this invisible, you know, noise that we have in our head that says you can't do that because it's going to be too painful. You're going to get out of your comfort zone and you'll probably die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and, and the fact is that that is not the case. Yeah. There is no limit to what we can do in this, right. in this industry. There's right. no limit to the amount of people that we can help. There, there just is no yeah. limit. Yeah. So I, I would challenge everybody that's on the call to say the next time that you have that scary feeling in your stomach, do it. Do it anyway. Just, you know, do it anyway. And and because that scary feeling is that is that protection, you know, is that, you know, is that um, fight or flight, right, um, mode that kind of comes over us. And it, it is very physical. So as soon as the next time it comes up for you, move through it, move through. It's an opportunity, move through it, right? And the same thing with your running, right, Matt? Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. You got to yeah. push past it. Absolutely. And that's where the growth happens. Yeah, we, we, we will not grow. And I love, I mean, getting back, you know, I'll, I'll hit the kind of the circle. <laughs> I love okay. Actually saying that we have to test. Mm-hmm. And when we test things, we will inevitably fail. And failure is not a bad thing, right? And when we fail, we learn from our failures. And then we improve. And then we go back and test. And we continue to go around this circle. Mm-hmm. And we continue to improve and grow. But a part of that is we have to do things that are going to be uncomfortable. And sometimes they're not going to work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. It is, it's okay. It's okay. So um, I think we're coming up on our time. Oh, yeah. We're all going over our time. We're 9.33, Mr. Matt. I mean, every time you and I get into a conversation and, you know, we just we just kind of go off to town. So thank you so much for joining me today. I, I love having you, um, obviously, on Coaching Live. I'm super proud to have you as a coach um, for High Trust Coaching. Um, I know you've been with us for a few years and looking for us, you know, many years to come. And um, so thank you, Matt, for everything that you do everything that you bring, you know, all the value that you bring to us and um, have an amazing day. Yeah. We have a great group. We really yeah, do. We do. We yes, absolutely do. Yeah. Thank you. Well, thank you everyone for joining us and we will be back next Wednesday. So I look forward to seeing you then. In the meantime, have an amazing week and make a difference. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. Bye-bye.